This is Andy Lewis, and you're listening to The Norse Mentality. What's up, guys? I hope that you are having a glorious day. Today, I am reunited with Ranson. He's been on a previous episode before. Hello there, everybody. Ranson is currently out of work because of a nasty infection that he got in his groin. <laughs> it's been a year and a half almost with it. Yeah, so the last time you were on, we were talking about you getting hurt. Mm-hmm. And this is a product of you getting hurt in a year and a half ago. Yeah. So, you know, I had adductor surgery back in October of 2020. And I've had issues with the like incision site since then, you know, had some operations, some small operations back in June of last year. I had like two of them and still didn't solve it. So like the thought was, okay, there might be some infected stitches or, or so from the original surgery. Finally was able to get it, you know, actually looked at again because I put it off until after Comedian Nationals, you know. So finally I was able to, to get it actually looked at and, and taken care of on a Monday. And um, turns out they pulled like three to four inches of infected mesh out of my <laughs> groin uh, that has been trying to work its way out of my body. Apparently the surgeon told uh, <laughs> just that it definitely was not in the same place where it started. So it's been trying to work its way out of my body for a year and a half So now. it's been trying to push its way out and just yeah. not been able to. <sighs> That's why I've been having issues. <laughs> oh, you said it wasn't really hurting. It was just irritating, right? It was Super annoying. irritated. Yeah. Ugh, Leaking that's... yellow, uh, yellow discharge. All, the time. Ah, mm-hmm. all right. Well, yep. there's that mental image. Oh yeah. And with that being said, <laughs> today we're going to talk about pushing yourself in the gym. And the reason for that is because me and Ransom were just talking about how we <laughs> still catch ourselves half-assing it, mm-hmm. you know, Mindset, the, man. but we know what we're capable of. So we're like, okay, you can do more than this. And then we can go in harder on the next set or whatever it is. But especially with people that are just getting started with working out, they're underestimating what they're capable of achieving. And I think this is what people do in every aspect of their life, whether it comes to relationships or jobs and working out their nutrition, whatever it is, they're underestimating themselves. Absolutely. And the most detrimental part is in the gym, because if you're not pushing yourself enough in the gym, then you're not going to see the results that you want to see. Mm -hmm. You were talking about, what was it, last week that this happened to you? Uh, Two weeks ago ish no last week it was it's i think it's the week before yeah i um was de- deadlifting and working out to a top set i think the weight i was trying to sh- shoot for that day was like right around like 615 for like five or, or something like that and the set beforehand it was like i think i was uh right at like 495 or, or right around they're still warming up and um Moving real slow and just like crappy. I, I didn't even get like all my reps on that set. So I got in the top weight, like it's already in my head. This is in my head. That's all it was. It was me sitting there, it was like, oh, that last move slow. I didn't get all the reps I was supposed to on that one. And then like I barely fucking budged it off the floor, like the 615. And like it didn't even, didn't even break the floor. And I was sitting there like still strapped up to it. And I was like, this is no. It's like, you can fucking move this. Like you've, you live more than this all the time. This is, this shouldn't be anything for you on deadlifts. So literally just like told myself, I was like, no, you're pulling. No, just stop being a bitch and end up pulling it for five. So that's what you do in that situation. You have like an internal conversation with yourself. This day I did. You know, there's, I, I'm not going to lie. There have been days where I don't have that and I just fucking move on and and let myself, you know, beat myself, honestly. Yeah. But I was like, in, uh, at this point, I was like, no, I, you know, I've had, I had too much other 
personal shit and everything else going on that I was like, no, I need this win. I have to do this. So you needed that victory. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what I was thinking as well. Because I do the same thing, especially when I'm just <clears throat> stressed out and all this other shows. Like, mm -hmm. I need a win. Just and need that, a win. And that's the thing is you yeah. can get wins all the time. Yeah. And I don't think people realize that. You know, doesn't wake, even matter how big of a win it is. No, it could be something small, like waking up when your alarm clock goes off mm -hmm. or just eating the right food or drinking a gallon of water or just going to the gym or getting in your cardio in. Like, there's ways to stack victories. And the more yeah. victories that you can stack, especially first thing in the morning, you're setting yourself up for success. Yeah. So Just I like keeps that ball rolling. I like that you did that. Like mm -hmm. you knew that you needed a win probably for your morale, right? Yeah. And you're, you were probably like, not. As, I don't think you're someone that necessarily beats yourself up, but you were just feeling down and you're like, mm -hmm. I need a win and I know that I can get it here. Yeah. And that win was kind of overcoming yourself. It is. And, uh, and that's, that's a huge thing that I see a lot of people struggle with is knowing when to really push themselves and it's it comes down to you know think about it just a lot of people aren't okay with being uncomfortable a lot of us stay in that comfort zone and comfort is death it's that voice in your head it's, that tries to convince you that you can't do more it is and i think over time depending on who you are and the kind of people that you're around as well mm -hmm. and the activities that you take part in and stuff like that over time you start detaching from that voice that self-limiting voice and you go no fuck you Th that's not right because we yeah. all have it we all have that voice that wants yes. to stay in our comfort zone mm -hmm. it's very easy to do oh yeah of course mm -hmm. and the reason we want to do it is because it's nice yeah it's nice like no one wants to necessarily go to failure on a set like absolute failure mm -hmm. and that was my experience for me was realizing that i spent years because I've been working out for, I don't know, eight years now or something. And I went over to Cornelius's house about two years ago for a workout. And he took me to, through the ringer. And at the end of that, that was my exact thought was, I have not been pushing myself at all. Like what I thought I was going to failure was maybe 60%. Yeah. And Cornelius made me do it. And working out with you, there's been times where I experienced absolute failure. And having a good training partner is crucial for that. Mm -hmm. Like having someone that is going to make sure that you put in the maximum amount of effort possible, especially when it comes to bodybuilding, because yeah. the whole idea is you want to break down that muscle that way it can grow back mm -hmm. and it grow back and it grows back bigger and stronger and all that good stuff. But if you're not actually taking it to maximum failure, you're cutting yourself short. Yeah. Right. Oh, absolutely. And it's a, it's a very easy thing to do, especially if you're someone who, you know, trains alone or you know you're working and working you strange hours to where you almost have to train alone because there's not other people you know around you in the gym during that time you go i've been there a lot of the jobs i've worked you know i've get in the gym when everyone else is pretty much leaving and they're alone you have to you have to learn how to end up pushing yourself and it's a lot of just sitting there going all right did i do my best on this asking yourself that question being very honest with yourself which is Probably I for me it's one of the hardest things to do is being completely honest with myself about what I'm doing. It's, it's easy to be honest, like with you know seeing what other people do and like taking other people like no, you definitely didn't do it. Go hard <laughs> enough. Like I point shit out out to Jess like that all the time. Like I went to actually watch her at a, a boxing class, her boxing stuff the other, the other week, and you know she's four months pregnant, five months pregnant, yeah. and still, still going, killing still, it, man. still killing it, still yeah. going going working out and uh, you know doing her boxings and stuff. So I went over there. Uh, her, her, you know, class, and at the end they're doing push-ups, and she's sitting there like on her knees doing push-ups, and like she got out and she's like, she's like, what do you think of this? Like, one of the first things I said to her is, like, you're not pushing hard enough, 
And her coach, like, even so, like, saw me say that. And he goes, both look at me like, what? And I was like, you're more, you're capable of doing push-ups on, oh, like, with, with the Albion on your knees. I was like, you're just like, convincing yourself that you're too tired to. I love that, man. Yeah. But that's your job as her partner is Absolutely. to hold her accountable and to push her forward. Yeah. Same with you, though. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's times where she calls you out on your shit. All the time, probably. All Knowing Jessica, time. she probably calls you out every fucking day. Yes. But that is the importance <clears throat> of being in a relationship with someone that wants the best for you. Mm-hmm. And if you're in a relationship with someone that doesn't really give a fuck about you in that regards, then you might be with the wrong person, yeah. which we're not going to go down that road. But no. either way, it's having someone that is going to hold you accountable and that believes in you almost more than you believe in yourself. Yes. Which is huge. And I think that's kind of what this whole conversation and this whole issue that people have is a result of is they don't believe in themselves enough. Self-belief, man, it's it's a hard thing to overcome. How do you think is the best way to to build that self-confidence in yourself, that self-belief that you can accomplish absolutely anything? So I think the first thing is is the simplest part is small goal setting. Doesn't have to be a big goal. Doesn't have to be, you know, it could be something literally as, as simple as starting every day, like, all right, I'm going to get up this time every day and checking that box off every day. Once you start doing that, you know, like on, you know, a consistent basis, add something else to it. Just stacking victories. Stacking them up. The more you do that, the more belief in yourself you're going to have. You know, that, that's something, because honestly, when I was younger, I didn't have as much belief in myself at all. Yeah. My self-confidence was shit. And it's gotten a lot better through the years. And it's it's better when I have certain goals to work towards. I'll even find myself falling off of that, like, after competing in events. If I don't have something else lined up right, right away. So is that when you set a new goal for yourself? Yeah. That's what, you know, it, once I catch myself, like, slipping, that's when I'll, I'll end up saying, like, hey, you got to stop this shit. Like, I get depressed <laughs> now when I don't have goals. And I'm wondering if that was how it was when we were younger. Mm -hmm. It was that no one told us about that. Like we didn't realize how impactful having goals to work towards is towards like having an overall purpose, because that's, that's kind of like where your purpose is derived from are the goals and your goals are getting you closer to that purpose. It gives you something to believe in believing in yourself. Yeah. But if I don't have goals that I'm working towards, I get depressed. And then I've yeah. also realized that the goals aren't big enough that I get depressed. Like if I'm setting mediocre goals for myself, I realize it very quickly. And usually I can pinpoint it whenever I'm not getting up when my alarm goes off, when I'm staying in bed. Because if I stay in bed when my alarm goes off, that means I don't have any reason to get up. There's nothing yes. urgent that I need to do. And if that's the case, then I'm not setting big enough goals. Mm-hmm. And that's when I reevaluate. So over the years, I've I've realized like, when I start fucking up and it's certain actions like that, like sleeping in when I shouldn't, because when, when you're working towards a goal, say if you're getting ready for a competition and you need to do cardio before you do anything else, because you're not going to be able to the rest of the day, you're going to get up and get that fucking cardio in because yeah. it's going to move you closer to that bigger goal. Mm-hmm. Now, when you don't have that and you don't have any reason to get up, what do you do? Man, Stay in I, bed. yeah. And that's, I, I honestly, it's funny that you say that because I find myself doing the same thing when once I like, like, and it's easy, like if I don't set my alarm or if I have like my phone by my bed where my alarm just goes off right there and I just hit the snooze and like keep laying in bed. And then like days start to go by and weeks start to go by and you're, you're still doing that. And all of a sudden you're like, why am I feeling shitty? Like, why is, why do I feel like I'm not accomplishing anything? Do you feel less confident when that happens? Yeah. When you start feeling like you're not doing enough? 
does your confidence decrease? It does. So does mine. And yeah. pretty much every aspect when it comes to business, when it comes to lifting weights, when it comes to, I don't know, even just like talking to females or anything like that, or even talking to my employees, I, can, I don't feel as confident mm-hmm. whenever I'm not on top of my shit. Yeah. And I think that's probably most people. And, but they don't realize it. They, they haven't mm-hmm. taken the time to self-evaluate and be like, why do I feel like this? And that's usually what it boils down to is that you're not applying yourself and you know that you're capable of doing more. And when mm-hmm. you're not doing that, you start beating yourself up. And I think that's, I, but it goes back to what you were saying about being real with yourself. That's a very difficult thing to do. That is a tough conversation to have with yourself. You know, it's different if your bro or your girlfriend or wife or whatever is like, you could be doing better. You're like, you know what? I could be doing better. Thank you for calling me on my shit. Mm-hmm. But with yourself, you have that motherfucker is what I refer to it as, but you have that motherfucker inside you that goes, no, we don't need to do this. We can sleep in. We can eat this bullshit food. We don't have to do our cardio. We, we could skip the gym today. I'm a little sore. Whatever it is, you have that motherfucker. Every single person has it. It's just a matter of telling it to shut the fuck up Yeah, is what it boils down to. And you don't acquire that until you start putting in the reps with these different goals. Mm-hmm. You know, either if it's finances or losing weight or getting stronger or whatever it is, until you really start setting these goals for yourself, accomplishing these goals, you were 100% right when you said that earlier about you start getting more confident and believing in yourself more when you have these bigger goals and when yep. you start accomplishing these goals. And it, it could start off small. And that's what I think people should do. Start off extremely small. Start off small. Set a small goal for yourself and just continue to work towards that. Once you do that, say you used the wake up time as an example, do yep. that for 30 days. Set a goal to wake up at the same time every day for 30 days. Mm-hmm. You will feel like a goddamn rock star after you do that. Oh, yeah. And then here's the thing, though. Make another goal. Yeah. You, you exactly. now have a habit. Make sure you continue waking up at the same time. But now you can start stacking that. Okay, what else can I do as soon as I wake up? Maybe yeah. I read for 20 minutes. That's a great one. That's another victory mm-hmm. right there. And then, I don't know, maybe it's spend some time with your kid before mm-hmm. they go to school and before you get ready for work. Just spend 15, 20 minutes with your kid. That's three victories right there before you even left the house. It's just a matter of stacking those victories. The more victories that you can stack before you even walk out the front door, the better day you're going to have. Oh, God, yes. And you can do this every single day. Yeah. It's not just a one-time thing. You can do this every single day. Yeah, small think, victories. Think about it. Anyone who wakes up late. You wake up late, say you, you hit snooze a bunch of times, you wake up late, you're going to clock up, oh shit, I have to leave. The rest of your day sh- goes to shit most You of have day. anxiety for the rest, rest of the fucking day. day. Or at least, at le- the very least, the next like hour and a half. And it's always like, you know, if you're running late, there's always a traffic accident. Or something happens. You got to get gas you know, or some, exactly, some shit like that. You forget that. that you had to have gas in your car already. You, you know, you don't have your food ready. So then the rest of the day, you're not eating right like you should. There's a whole chain reaction that gets screwed up from it. Compared to if you got up early, yeah, started stacking victories, and conquered the day with a calm mind. Yeah. Because that's the only way that you can do it. The only way that you can really accomplish your goals and even have a good workout is to have a calm mind mm-hmm. going into it. You know, I'm sure that you've, I know that you have because everyone has, but when you rush into the gym for a workout, those are probably some of your shittiest workouts. Yeah, absolutely. At least if you're going for like some heavier weights and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, if especially you, if, with like powerlifting, it's one of those things where, you know, if you try and rush in and get get things done and, and rush through worlds and everything, it's... Yeah, it's well, you're not able to take the adequate amount of rest between yeah. sets and stuff not like that. Not only that, but your, your mind's just not in it. You know, it's better to go in, 
you know, a bit more collected and you know, just confident with it than just rushing in and you start to overthink things a little bit, possibly. I think you know, when it comes to especially the gym, I think the thing that a lot of people struggle with, especially starting out, is building that confidence of believing in themselves just because they're going in and looking around at what everyone else is doing and just trying to either throw up too much weight or especially just not pushing themselves more because they're afraid to. I definitely see it with weights. I see people cutting themselves short on, say, maximum effort if they're doing more of hypertrophy type work, trying to build muscle, whatever. But I definitely see it whenever they're trying to get stronger, say with powerlifting or even strongman or anything like that. Deadlifts, bench, press, squat, those compound movements, people always cut themselves short. Get scared. And that's why I, I kind of, I, I like the idea of RPE, but at the same time, I don't because people fucking cut themselves I short. I hate it. And I, I recognize I that. I hate it for that reason. Yeah, that's, I think the overall idea of RPE is like, is decent, you know, but unless you're like an advanced athlete, you're kind of cutting, like you're going to cut yourself short because you are not, you don't know what you're capable of yet. And until you've been doing this long enough, you don't really have a standard to set for yourself. That's the thing. Like you've been lifting for 10 plus years now. Yeah. Right. You know what you're capable of. I've been lifting for a similar amount of time and I know when I'm not putting in the right amount of work. But if you've only been doing this for six months, you really haven't been working out with anybody else. You haven't really had any guidance. You're just going to the gym, just moving around some weight, whatever, trying to figure it all out. You're probably performing at 20%. You can push yourself far further than you truly believe you can. I think it does go back to believing in yourself. Yeah, because there's, I mean, there, there's plenty of times where I will, you know, a, a warm-up set, I'll sit there and, and go, oh, that was heavy. That's, you know, it's going to be crap. And then, you know, two, three sets later, you know, I've, I've made those sets look better than that warm-up set was. If I went by just how warm-up felt, I would have stopped early. Yeah. But um, you continue doing it. And sometimes it just takes your body sometimes it going takes through a the motions, of, man. You know, just kind of going through it some more and just, yeah. Do you use visualization at all? Like say if you're yeah. ge gearing up for like a max attempt on deadlift or squats or something, do you visualize yourself performing the lift first? Yeah. You do? And there's times too where I'm just like, you know, when it comes to goal setting, you're talking about setting bigger goals. You know, actually, you know, last, last week on deadlifts, I was only, you know, for when I had, was programming for myself, I was my top sub. I think only had to be at like six fifty, right? And um, like three plus reps at six fifty. So really, the the goal was to hit six fifty for a minimum of three, but try and go over. But in my head too, you know, because I had you know the good week the week before of like pushing past that mental barrier, I was sitting there. I was like six fifty. I don't like that. And I went to six seventy five because it made even forty five pound plates, just for that reason. <laughs> I was like, is that a mental trigger for you? Yeah, honestly. So, and you know, thinking about this, it's, it was a, it, if I had done 650, I may have only gotten, you know, five reps with that and been fine with it. But sitting there too, I was like, no, I need, I need more wins. Just building off, off the week before. I was like, yeah, maybe I should stick with this and, you know, probably would have done the same amount of weight or the same amount of reps, honestly. But I was like, no, fuck it. I need to push myself harder. I'm not pushing myself hard enough recently. So I was, I was like, 675 was like, I've done it for, I think, you know, maybe a couple reps beforehand. I was like, I know I've done it for this. I think I might be able to do it. And then I was like, no, I'm going to do it for at least five. That's it right there. That talk, that, that last thing you said, Is I am going, going to. to do this. 
Yes. When you start talking to yourself in that way. Of not, of yeah, it's it's not, I think I can or having any doubt. If you have any doubt, you're not going to do it. But like if you're, if you start saying, I'm going to. I'm going to do this. So literally I was sit, sat there because I've back in, back before we moved out here. So it was, it was like mid-September probably or like end of September. I pulled 675, I think for five reps, but it was off of like three inch blocks. Most I've ever pulled that for that many reps. Yeah. So I've never pulled that from the floor for that many reps, ever. So was this a PR? <clears throat> yeah. Like rep PR? Yeah. Yeah. So literally I was like 675. And plus, you know, I was geared out then. <laughs> Not now. <laughs> so I was like, I was just there like six, I was like, I want to 675 for at least five. It's like, because it was like, Three, three is not good enough. I was like, I have to do five. I have to beat or at least tie the number I did off blocks back then. And ended up fucking getting it out. You made yourself do I it. I made myself do it. You made yourself. And I think that's the key thing there that we need to kind of dissect. You made yourself do it. So you kind of detached from your mind. Mm -hmm. You detached from the body. And you said, we're going to fucking do this. And if we don't do One this. One or another. It's either, it was either I'm either going to pull five reps with it or I'm going to pass out trying to pull five reps doing it. And you would have, I know yeah. you would have passed out trying to do it, but that's the thing is like, there was no ultimatum there. You had this discussion with yourself. This is what we're going to fucking do. And this is what we, we're doing. There is no other option. No. This is what we're going to accomplish. How do you think the normal person that just started lifting or even ourself at one point in time, what do you think the conversation is that they have with themselves in that situation? Uh, I don't know. I think it's more of, yeah, I, I don't know. I was like, I might be able to do it for this. And then you get like maybe halfway there and go, you know, it's starting to feel kind of crappy. You maybe do one or two more and like, oh, okay, that's good enough. They start talking themselves out of it. Good enough. Good enough. Good, not enough good enough is not good enough. I love that. Good enough is not good enough. <sighs> and, you know, don't take this wrong. Like a lot of people listening to this will, you know, maybe take that the wrong way of. No, I know, don't think so. You know, maybe not. But. You know, there's, I think, telling people, it's funny, I actually saw this on a movie trailer the other day that I was showing the movie trailer to Jess, and um, there's a guy who, like, on the coast for a movie is, is uh, the, the phrase, good job, is the worst thing you could say to somebody. You're right. A hundred percent. And yes, there's times where you need to tell people good job and show them they're doing good stuff, but I think it's used probably a lot of times too often. We praise too often in today's praise society. Praise too often for too minimal. I've realized I've been praising my kid too much. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, I caught myself the other day. I'm like, in the past 30 minutes, I've probably told her good job or, you know, awesome, sweetie or whatever. Yeah. 20 times in 30 minutes, like yeah. just way too much, you know, because we, we don't want to ruin their self-esteem. But at the same time, I wonder if that makes them grow up looking for recognition instead of just putting in the work. Possibly, but I, I think I think for children it's important to do that. It's of important. It's important to tell them good job and start building that. But there is going to get to a point where you need to maybe pull back on that a little. I bit. wonder if there's a better way of wording that because you're as soon as you said that little quote from the trailer, I, I knew exactly what you were referring to, because you do want to encourage those around you to do better and that they're capable of achieving mm -hmm. more. That's your job. If you care about someone, you need to make them realize that they're capable of achieving more. Yeah. Like, if you watched, have you watched Breaking Bad? I saw some of it. A <laughs> couple right. seasons. So, in, I don't know why this popped in my head, but it just did. So in Breaking Bad, Jesse, the character Jesse, at one point is talking about his woodshop class and a box that he made in his woodshop class. 
And he said he like was talking about like the first one of it was, you know, pretty good. And his instructor was like, it's not bad, but could you do better? That's it. That's exactly how you would reward that. Were you giving them a compliment, but at the same time, yeah. you're still making them wonder if they could have done more. Yeah. So he, he's sitting there, he goes, well, you know, I, I could do better. So we had another one. Instructor said the same thing. And he's like, fuck, well, I guess I could do better. And he, you know, as the character in this, in Breaking Bad, Jesse was, it was talking about, it, he got to the point where he's like, he's like, finally, he's like the 10th one. He had all this beautiful inlay. It was like super intricate, like, you know, woodworking. And uh, he was like, after that, he was like, that was my best. He was like, you know, a lot of the things you think are your best work, probably not be. Like, if you truly ask yourself when you're doing something, after you've done it, is it good or is it your best? And when it comes to lifting weights or when you go into the gym, you, you need to have that mindset. I'm going to do my best. Mm-hmm. Really with everything in life. With, with everything in life. And that's, that's one thing we all, I think we all struggle with. But yeah, in the gym especially, but everything in life, are you doing it? Are you good enough, just good enough, or are you your best? Yeah, when it comes to your relationship, being a parent, your job, lifting weights, doing cardio, whatever it is. You, you need to ask yourself that question. And you also need to ask it of people that you care about. Yes. I think a large part of this as well has to do with standards. So that right there, your standards, say with the wood box example, you didn't really have an example in that, you know, like, or Jesse in the movie mm-hmm. or the show, he didn't have an example of what a really awesome wood box is. Yeah. This is the best that he's done up to that point. Yeah. And then the next box after that was a little bit better better? because he had already Mm -hmm. made one. This same idea can apply to the people that you surround yourself with in the gym and outside of the gym, but especially in the gym, since we're on the topic of pushing yourself Mm -hmm. with lifting weights. If you're not, say if you're going to, I'm just going to throw this out there, Planet Fitness. And the majority of the people in there are just kind of not really doing much because it's not encouraged there. It's not encouraged to really apply yourself at that type of gym. Compared to say the Norse compound or some of the you know strong hand over in Hendersonville and stuff like that, those type of gyms, you are around people that are pushing them themselves as well. And you see what they're doing. And then you start asking yourself, Am I doing enough? Am I doing enough? Can I fucking do this one day? Mm-hmm. And you don't even realize it, but you are. It's in our nature to like kind of put ourselves, we, we want to, we we don't want to be the weakest link necessarily. Even if you don't know these people that you're around, you don't want to be the weakest link. It probably has something to do with tribe mentality or some shit like that. But either way, if you're not surrounding yourself with the right people, you don't have a standard for yourself. Now, some people don't have that option. Finding a really solid gym is very hard. Yes. I had to start one because I couldn't find it. So I understand the struggle. What would you recommend people do in that situation? I think this is where social media actually comes into hand. If you approach it from the right perspective, you can go on YouTube and watch videos of people lifting. Mm-hmm. You can go on social media and find, I don't know, someone like you or a bigger bodybuilder or powerlifter or whatever you're, Muay Thai, whatever you're trying to excel in, you can find someone that's killing it and you can look at them. I've been doing this with Muay Thai lately. There's this dude named Liam. I don't remember his last name. He's over in the UK, I think. But either way, I see these videos of this dude training and I'm like, oh my fucking God, I am this exact conversation applies mm-hmm. to what I'm doing right now with Muay Thai. So I've been watching this dude on Instagram and where he's fucking just sparring monster, scary as hell. And when I went into Muay Thai yesterday, I caught myself 
trying harder and trying to be more aggressive and just not sandbagging it or whatever mm -hmm. because I saw the videos of this dude and I'm like, I'm not even fucking 5% of what this dude doing. You know, he's like one of the best in the world, but yeah. either way, the amount of energy that he's putting into just kicking the fucking pad, I'm not even doing 5% of that. Yeah. I could be doing more. So if you don't have a really awesome gym surrounded by great people, you do have social media at your advantage where you, you can do. follow some fucking monsters and kind of embody them mm -hmm. when you go to work out. And I said, this isn't, this doesn't just apply to lifting weights. No. It also applies to jujitsu, Muay Thai. I'm sure Jessica does this whenever she's doing Muay Thai, you know, or CrossFit or Strongman, whatever the fuck you're doing, you can always kind of set a new standard for yourself. And I think that's the important thing there is you're going to cut yourself short. So this is one of the rare times where I would say compare yourself to someone else, but not necessarily compare yourself to them, but compare the effort. I like what you're the saying. The effort. There. Because if you compare yourself, say, if I start comparing myself to you and bodybuilding, I'm going to fucking kill myself because, you know, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even close. But if I can see a video of you working out and I go, am I putting in the same amount of effort into my workouts? And when you ask yourself that question, you immediately know if you are or not. Now, if Absolutely. you decide to bullshit yourself is a different question. But for a brief second, you're going to hear yes or no when you ask yourself that question. And you have the answer there. Do yeah. I need to apply myself more? Yes. And honestly, if you're asking yourself if you need to apply yourself more. Then you then, already know. Yeah, you already know the answer. The answer is already yes. You already know. Because if you saw a video of someone else killing it and you were putting in the same amount of effort, you'd feel good about yourself. I'll tell you this right now. There's a guy, there's a kid I work with currently, uh, the job I have right now. He works, the job we're at right now from... 2.45 to 11 at night. He wakes up at 6 a.m. for school most days. And the past like two weeks, he's also been working another job, usually sometimes between 6 a.m. and like noon. Wow. Yeah. Crushing it. Like, dude just like kills it, never complains about work at all. Literally, I've never heard him complain. And he's 21, 22. And literally him being around him the past like couple weeks, it's like made me reassess myself. Does he know this? Probably uh, not. Well, I've, I've told have him, like, told him? I've told him, like, dude, you being able to work like you're doing and going to school, like he's like, I was like, that's fucking commendable, man. That's impressive as hell. I think that's important as well. Like when you are inspired by someone, especially just some random person. Yeah. Let them know because that's going to feed their fire as mm -hmm. well. That's going to make them feel good. And they, a lot of times, especially someone like him, he's probably a humble guy. He probably doesn't really talk about all this work that he's doing. You know, he's not talking about the lack of sleep. Like you said, he doesn't complain. He's just keeping his head down and moving forward. A lot of times those people don't get the recognition because they're not the ones bitching and looking for recognition. Yeah. They're not the ones trying to play the victim or anything. They're just putting in the work. So if you see someone just busting ass, and you're inspired by it, let them know. Yeah. It takes five seconds, mm -hmm. but you could really, that, that person could be barely hanging on right now. Could be. And you just your know. little, hey, I've been watching you. You're killing it. You're inspiring me. Thank you. Mm -hmm. You just completely changed this person's life. Yeah. Like you're going, you're the thing that's going to help them continue moving forward because they may not have anybody else. They might not. They mm -hmm. might just be single. You know, maybe their family doesn't even live here. Maybe they don't really have any friends. Mm -hmm. So just... Even if you don't know the person, say if you're in the gym, 
and you're inspired by someone, let them know. It's yeah. going to make them feel good. That's awesome. If that dude keeps up with it, he's going to kill it in life. Oh yeah. He's so he's, he's going to school for like welding and doing that. And he's, he's like, God got to talk to him about like his goals and everything with welding and he wants what he wants to do with that. And like, it's, it's crazy, but it's, it's rare to, to see people with that kind of drive anymore. Especially at that age. Especially that I, I didn't have that drive at that age. No, me neither. I was lazy as shit. I had a drive that was just directed in, in the wrong areas. Yeah. I mean, this kid's literally working two jobs, two full-time jobs that are laborious. They're not, it's not like he's working some like, you know, job where he's just sitting in a chair. No, he's literally moving around and, and slinging gears from tractor trailer axles on and off assembly lines for eight hours a day. He's going to welding school for multiple hours a day. He's working another job for multiple hours a day. And no complaints. He's just going out and killing it. What did you do after you realized that this guy is killing it and you're not applying yourself as much? Like, how did it make you kind of take a step back and be like, all right, what do I need to do? Did you do that? Yeah, I mean, that was did. one of the first things I did. Like, yeah. I was sitting there, like, and, like, just talked to him. I was like, wow, he is, like, here I am, you know, 31. And almost feeling sorry for myself about this, this you know, situations that are, were, had been happening over the past few weeks. You know, they, were they really out to my control? No. But could I have been doing better to make, you know, everything else go better in life and, and work harder? Yeah, I could have. And he made me realize that. Literally was sitting there. I was like, I am, I'm just being a bitch lately. <laughs> like this kid is like, I was like, I don't. I don't, there's never been a time where I thought I could be able to work two full-time jobs and go to school and not complain about it and just kill it. I was like, I was like, this is, it's awesome. It's awesome it's to amazing. see. So like I was saying, I was like, I need to start doing more. I need to start, I, need, I just need to up everything. I need, I need to actually set a plan down and look at what I'm doing and just do better. Evaluate your time. Make sure you're spending it in the right areas. Yeah. Make sure you're putting in the right amount of effort. Yeah. Jacob does this for me. That's, I mean, I love Jacob for numerous reasons. Jacob Davis. Yes. You're wearing one of his shirts right now. But I, I love Jacob for that reason because he keeps me on my fucking toes. Mm -hmm. As I'm sure I do him as well. So, you know, that's part of our friendship is we're always, we're, we're always making sure that we can like keep up with each other. Yeah. Not outdo each other. We just want to make sure that we're we're keeping up with each other. You know, mm -hmm. when I see Jacob each other in check, man. Yeah. When I see Jacob busting ass, dude, when he opened up that second store, <sighs> it fired me up. I was so stoked for him. Yes. But then I was also like, what the fuck can I be doing? Yeah. You know, it's not competition or anything no. like that. It's nothing. It's it's love is what is well, what that it, is. I mean, I wouldn't say it's not competition because so there is a part of that to it. It, yeah, quite it honestly, probably there, is there, for there, sure. There's yeah. a part of that. You know, you can't like, there's there's a competitive but part I definitely of that. Want, but it's it's more of being competitive with yourself on it than with them. Right. Like I, I would never, I don't ever look at anyone as win-lose situation. No. If I win, I want everyone around me to win. I'm, I'm not going to lie. You and Jacob have inspired me a lot to just become better and, and work harder all, all the time. Like being the Tough Expo, you know, last weekend and seeing what all Jacob's done there and seeing how he just goes out of his way to help literally everyone and talk to everybody. Yep. I, dude, I was sitting there. I was like, man, how can I be more like that in the drive he has? That's what people don't understand about business is 
all business boils down to is providing value. The more value that you can provide, the more that you can help people, the more successful you're going to be. And I think more people are starting to realize that, which is awesome. Yeah. But the people that are just trying to start businesses to make money, you're fucked. Yeah. You may have like a good go for a little bit, but it's not a long-term strategy. Jacob is always going to have loyal customers because he does exactly what you just said. He takes care of everybody in his life and he makes sure to check in with people. You know, I've spent full days at TNS and it's remarkable. And it's not just Jacob, it's his team as well. Oh, he, he's put together a fantastic group of people that work for him. Yeah, it's not, not only are they knowledge about their products and stuff, but they, they genuinely care about everyone who comes in that door and trying to help them as best they can, not just sell them on a product. You know, not to say here, just take this protein. No, it's it's they try and get deeper of what their goals are, so they can actually help them. They may not even buy anything that day. They're okay with that, and they're yeah. That's that's the biggest thing is I, I've seen with with Jacob and everyone there. They're fine with if people don't buy anything. That no, day. if you walk out that day, that's fine. As long as they helped you in some way, that's a win for them because you helping them. That person's going to remember that they're going to come back in because you're helping them. It goes back to the standard. Yeah. So, like I said. I apply myself more when I realize, when I see Jacob just absolutely killing it. You applied yourself more very recently because mm-hmm. of this random guy at work. Yeah. So it's it's making sure that you're setting the right standard for yourself and you can use other people as a comparison for that. Like I said, this is one of the only times I'd ever recommend people compare themselves. Yes. But this is where it's extremely beneficial. Yeah. Compare your compare your effort. Compare your effort. Compare right. your effort don't compare, you know, exactly what's being done. Well, it goes back you know. to the fastest mile. Do you know the story? Yes. Okay. So I don't remember the, the exact four, the numbers. The four minute mile. The four minute mile. That's yeah. what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. So up until, it wasn't even that long ago, right? Maybe 10 years, 15. I don't know. I, I, it doesn't see, fucking matter. So once upon a time, we'll yep. say that no one could be a four minute mile. Right. We thought it was not possible for a human to do so until someone did it. And then immediately after that, like nine fucking people. Boom beat that record yeah. because all they needed was one person to show that it was possible. And that's how the fucking human mind works. As soon as we realize that it's possible, we're going for it. It's unlimited potential. And that's what people don't understand about themselves. We all have unlimited potential. We're just not tapping into it, especially Mm -hmm. nowadays with our whole fucking comfort society that we live in. We're not applying ourselves because we don't know what we're capable of achieving. This was a lot different a few years back or a couple hundred years back when you had to apply yourself in order to survive. Mm -hmm. Now we can just be lazy fucks and sit around all day and not do anything and we survive. And that's the issue. Mm -hmm. But it's knowing that you have unlimited potential inside of you and fucking using that to dominate life. Think about this. When, especially if you're someone listening who's new to the gym and new to working out, if you go in the gym and you see, you know, two guys working out together and one of them sitting there going, all right, you got one more. And that person does one more and they go, all right, do another one. Why do you think they're doing that? Just think to yourself, why do you think their training partner saying, just do one more? But he, not only is he saying that and then not letting his, and you know, he's, he's saying that again and again after each rep instead of just letting his training partner stop, it's because he knows he can push him. Because you'll stop before, again, you're, you'll stop before your body is actually ready to stop. Yeah, absolutely. It's, but it's about pushing that and believe in yourself. Because you do it one time of pushing past where you think you can. All of a sudden you go, okay, that was capable. You raise the bar. You raise the bar. So if you're training with somebody and they're going, you do rep and he goes, all right, give me one more. You do that one more. 
that you may not think you can get. And they, they say, say one do more. one more. And you're sitting there going, fuck, I don't know if I can do another but one. You're not going to bitch it. out. Yeah, not, you're not going to bitch out. You do it anyway. And they go, all right, one more. And then you're like, fuck it. All right, why not? And, just, and you just keep trying. What's the worst thing that could happen by just giving it your you all? figure out where your best is at. Right. Like you, you might fail doing it, but at least you had that actual point then of going, all right, that's it. I okay. always talk about this ceiling that people place upon themselves. We place this fucking ceiling above ourselves, and we think that this is this is as far as we can go. We do it with money. We mm-hmm. do it with relationships. Mm-hmm. We do it in the gym. We do it with our physical appearance. We do it with absolutely everything. We place a fucking ceiling, and that ceiling is keeping you at a mediocre level. It's giving you a mediocre life, and you're setting mediocre expectations for yourself. When you remove that fucking ceiling and you go, I can do whatever I want, you're unstoppable. Yes. And every single person can remove that goddamn ceiling. All of us can. All of, All of us, us can. can. Me and you can right now. I'm sure there's there's certain things that me and you are both doing right now that are holding us back. Oh, dude, I think about it at least once a week. I'll catch myself. I'll be real. This is what I usually do at least once a week. Yeah. I'll get super high on nights I don't have my kid because mm-hmm. I have 50-50 custody. So on a night that she's at her mom's house, I'll get super fucking high and I'll go on like a two-hour walk. And on that, that two-hour walk is when I have this, these conversations with myself. And I go, where am I not applying myself? Yeah. And every time, dude, like my phone is usually littered with notes of like reminders and shit like that of things I need to like remember whenever, you know, I'm back in a regular state. But Mm -hmm. either way, I have this conversation with myself at least once a week. And I'm like, you're fucking up here. And usually what I've realized is whenever I'm not applying myself the most is because I'm stressed out. Yep. Which I'm usually always stressed out. And the more stressed out I am, that's when I start falling into more self-destructive habits and stuff like that. Or I'm that's sleeping when you go in. to things that are comfortable. That's when you go to comfortable things yeah. is because that pain threshold, which mm-hmm. stress could be considered pain, I think. So you start slacking when you're stressed out and there's a part of you that just, it wants comfort. And it, it says it wants that relief. is good enough. Good enough is not good enough. No, it's not. I think that's a good place to wrap up this episode. Yeah. Anyways, thank you, Ranson, for taking the drive down here and doing another episode with us. I hope that you guys found this episode valuable. This podcast is a byproduct of Norse Fitness. You can find us online at norsefitness.co. We got clothing. We got workout programs. We got fitness accessories. We got supplements. We got a new planner on the way. We got it all. Check it out at norsefitness.co. You can find me online at Andrew Cliff Lewis. And by online, I mean on Instagram. And Ranson, how can they find you? Same way, Instagram, at Ransom Lee. There you go. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you soon.